0: Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television we are dish tv
1: 800-293-0328 800-293-0328 800-293-0328 that's 800-293-0328
3: Well, it is Monday here on this program, and we got a lot to talk about here today. Wait, it's Tuesday. Golly. It's Tuesday here on this program. I guess we got to talk about Raw. I know you're all very excited about that. We're going to do the Raw report here today and a lot more, as we will also be joined in the final segment of the show today by Rocky Romero. Rocky Romero returns to the show. And we're going to talk about the upcoming New Japan shows and plenty more. So it's a very, very busy show here today. We got Rocky, we got all of the news. That, of course, includes the Raw report from the other night. We've got lineups for NXT, Dynamite, uh, the Crown Jewel show. I know you're all excited for Crown Jewel, the Battle Autumn in Osaka. Where uh Carl Anderson is still being listed as defending the Never Open Way title. But I'm not quite sure that's gonna happen. We got SmackDown, we got Rampage, and uh and plenty more. So a lot to get into here today. If you want to text us, 425-780-756. 7566 thats is 425-780-7566. And of course Brian at wrestlingobserver.com at Brian Alvarez on Twitter. And for those of you unaware. Indeed, the Wrestling Observer Radio with Dave Meltzer last night, it did in fact go off without a hitch. Well, there was a minor hitch at the beginning. Apparently YouTube switched up some buttons and so it didn't stream live for a couple of minutes. But we recorded the entire thing. We went live. It all worked out great. So if you would like to see Wrestling Observer uh, Radio as part of your YouTube subscription... I'll tell you how after the break, very quickly. Back in a moment, Observer Live.
2: What's the best product I bought this year? Oh, that's easy. Salon Pain Relieving Patches. The proven medicines in Salon POS patches reduce my pain and let me do the things I need to do every day.
4: In a recent clinical study, patients using Salon POS reported improved sleep, mood, and the ability to work. They had less pain and were able to reduce their use of oral pain medications.
2: For pain, I use Salon POS. It's good medicine. He me too.
1: Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. How would you like to publish and sell your own audiobook? Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors.
2: Your bills are due on the 13th, but you don't get paid until the 15th. Sound
1: familiar? Life doesn't always wait for payday. Get the NetSpend All Access account for your everyday mobile banking needs and get paid up to two days faster with direct deposit. Get started today at netspend.com and go beyond banking. Banking services provided by an account established by Pathword N.A. member FDIC. Faster access based on comparison of our ACH processing policy versus posting funds at settlement. Deposit account opening is subject to registration and ID verification. Terms and costs apply.
2: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
3: Oh, hi everybody. There we go. I had the uh I had the thing all screwed up. How's it going everybody? And now my light is on. How are you doing today, Mike?
0: I'm doing pretty good, boss man. I, How about you? I
3: literally feel like the beginning of the Dave Show last night. Well, I about, heard
0: you had no problems at all with the Dave Show. Hey, last why, night. Don't, why don't you uh, talk about uh,
3: you know something here for like uh, thirty seconds so I can fix it? Sure. This.
0: You know what? I'll do that while you go ahead and fix whatever it is that you're fixing. I can tell everybody out there that even though they had very minor problems last night slash early this morning, filming with Dave Meltzer live for Wrestling Observer Radio, really. If you paid your 9.99 and you are a top-tier subscriber to YouTube, you really had no problems at all. Just a little minor glitch at the very beginning of the whole thing. But you know what? If you're a subscriber of the site and listen via podcast, you wouldn't know about any of those problems at all.
3: All right. All right. We're back. I got it all fixed, everybody. You hey, sure. uh, just a quick plug because we got a lot to get into here today. But, yeah, it went off without a hitch last night. And we have to make a change. We have to make a change just to make life easy for everybody. It's no longer top tier. It's really? F4W Live. Oh, okay. All right, you're an F4W Live subscriber. That's what you're looking to do if you if you sign up. So, uh, as noted, it is now official the F4W Live tier on YouTube, the nine ninety nine tier. It is uh, myself and Dave Wrestling Observer Radio, three days a week, sometimes more, by the way, but minimum really? three times a week. Wow. Observer Live, Brian and Vinny's show, Figure Four Daily, Filthy Four Daily. We're going to have a show with Lance coming up here at uh, 2 Pacific 5 Eastern. So, yeah, it all worked, and uh, and everything is good to go. So if you want to sign up, what are you waiting for? we got a lot of great stuff up there. And if you're on the $7.99 tier and nothing has changed, you still don't get Dave, you still only get the replays, but that is a legacy tier, and its days are numbered. So, uh, I'm going to move on, but if you want more, just go to WrestlingObserver.com or I tweeted it. On the front page, there's an explanation of how to do everything, how to sign up, how to switch if you're at $7.99 to $9.99, what you get, the whole shebang. So,
0: do I it, just everybody. Know when these bonus Don't miss Dave out. Dave shows
3: are going to come. Dude, we've had many. Dude, last week we went uh, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Uh, there's a there's a pay per view. Sometimes we do Saturday. The Garrett shows are going to be up with Dave. Uh, we can now do live Q and A's with Dave as well instead of the traditional mailbag. So if you're watching live, you can enjoy that. And uh, somebody here noted, "Well, I'm not up that late." Well, who cares? Watch the replay the next day. The, the replay is up like an hour later. You can you can wake up in the morning and watch the video. It's not like if you don't watch it live you don't see it you get Ah. live taped archives a whole
0: nine yards so yeah but that you know somebody personally feels offended now you are charging them for live even though they don't they don't have the chance to see live you don't need to see live you can watch the replay that's it's just like it's just like peacock
3: just with much less financial whatever behind it all right we got a lot of shows coming up we'll get into raw here in the second segment NXT is tonight. We have Pretty Deadly against Edris Anofe and Malik Blade for the tag team titles. We have the women's titles, Katana Chance and Caden Carter versus Zoe Stark and Nikita Lyons. Lash Legend will be facing Shotzi. The new Schism member will be revealed. Boy, I cannot wait for that one. Holy smokes, I can't wait. And uh, that's it. Fallout from Halloween Havoc. That's what we got for tonight. For the Dynamite Show Wednesday, Jon Moxley defends the AEW title against Penta. For those of you that are like, what? When? Why? Bro, your guess is as good as mine. They did not announce it on Rampage. So if you missed Rampage, you did not miss the announcement. It's just happening. I guess they announced it, but they didn't shoot an angle or anything like that. It's just a title match. Tomorrow. Penta and Moxley. So there you go. FTR will be facing Swerve in Our Glory for the number one contendership to the AW Tag Team titles. Riho faces Jamie Hayter. Chris Jericho and Daniel Garcia versus Claudio and Wheeler Yuda. Brian Danielson faces Sammy Guevara. And MJF will be doing a promo. That is Wednesday's Dynamite. And the Battle Autumn in Osaka is uh, is interesting, because that's coming up here in uh, a couple of weeks. And it lists Carl Anderson and Hikaleo for the Never open way title, even though Carl Anderson is not going to be there. And uh, Obari says, you should be there, but he's not going to be there. So that's going to be weird. But also announced for the show is FTR. FTR has been announced for that show. And FTR is also going to be defending the AAA titles in December. So I wonder what all of this means. Honest, honestly, to me, this FTR versus Swerve in our glory match is actually the most interesting match over the next couple of days because I can't figure out how to make any of this work. Because if Keith Lee and Swerve win, then we will have Keith Lee and Swerve versus The Acclaimed three times in the span of a couple of months. And the exact same match on two consecutive pay-per-views, which I don't think has ever happened in AEW. And if FTR wins, then you have two options, which is beat the acclaimed, which seems like a horrible idea right now, or the acclaimed beat FTR in this AEW tag team title match, which I guess could happen. I mean, there's no reason it couldn't happen. But, you know, I, I, if FTR wins, they, they're also going on, I don't know. It's just I don't know what's going on here. Who do you think is going to win this match, and what are they doing?
0: Well, I think it's going to be, uh, I think it's going to be the acclaimed. Are you paying attention to anything that I said? No, not really at all. Not really at all. What are you doing, dude? You're worse than Vinny. Just Well, you, you get to talking, and it's really easy to tune you out, to be honest. Wow, with, what a great co-host. In, especially when you're going in three different directions. Oh, now I'm, I'm not co-host. going in
3: three different directions. I gave options for FTR and uh, and uh, whatever
0: here, Swerve, and all the See, different now, ways could go. Now we're co-hosts. Go. Usually you talk down to us and treat us like sidekicks, and now all of a sudden you need a little bit of help. And now I don't need help. I was giving
3: you an option to give your opinion, and you weren't paying attention. Fine, <laughs> forget it. I'll keep going. <laughs>
0: The whole thing when it comes to, like, FTR at some point is going to have all the belts. At some point, FTR is going to defeat the Acclaim. The Acclaim don't necessarily need the belts. They are a hot act right now. You have to be careful with that. But the bottom line is when FTR comes out, they get monster responses. And they should have had those belts, in my opinion, long before now. They have all of the other titles. They're the ones traveling to Japan this doesn't make any sense for them not to have them so i don't get that at all i i really i don't understand how they come to the conclusion to make some of these matches this is like making pentagon and moxley not that i don't want to see that match that match is awesome on paper except for why is it a title match Why is MJF not figured in somehow upset about this or somehow happy and like going like this over the fact that Moxley's going to try to kill himself again before he faces Pentagon? It's like they had a match that they just decided, okay, well, we're in a little bit of trouble right now. There's all this sports going on. We're not really hot. We have all this other nonsense. We're going to have a title match. But yeah, a title match coming up, I just, I, I don't know. I, I don't get it. I've never, with FTR and how they've been used, I, I have not understood it at all. Them and Wardlow, frankly, for that matter. Another guy holding onto a belt that is, you know, slowly getting devalued right now. So, I don't get it. I just think the bottom line is, I don't care, you know, swerving our glory, I don't think is going to win. I think it's going to be the FT I think it's going to be FTR, and I think it's going to be the acclaimed, but... I don't know how you, again, I don't know how you de- how you deny FTR those titles, especially when their whole thing is they are the belt hunters and they are the ones going around the world to defend titles and to put themselves out there. Just it doesn't make any sense for it not to be them.
3: We also have Reho versus Jamie Hayter, Jericho and Daniel Garcia versus Claudio and Wheeler Yuta, Brian Danielson versus Sammy Guevara, and a promo by MJF
0: yeah you ran through that we got a promo with MJF they need to do something where there's some tension between MJF and John Moxley and that's what people want to tune into you know instead of having matches that again it's great to have them on there if people want to tune in and have some sort of drama between those two that's your tension back in a moment with more Observer
3: Live
2: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Well, we're back here on the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling
3: Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi also of WrestlingObserver.com. What is he talking about? What are these? Hey, listen, we got to talk about Raw. What are you doing over there? What? What? What are you doing back there? Pay attention, dude. You wanna do the raw
0: report? No. Why? Did you watch it? Yeah. But it wasn't very good. Let's be honest here. It was not a good show. It was very labor intensive to get through at times. It
3: was much worse last week. You disagree? Week. It, <laughs> yeah, was it was worse than much last worse. Much week. worse last week. Very. I and didn't you know what? I didn't almost well,
0: fall asleep one time this week. Co- you know, convoy's right. I hate to say it, Brian. Convoy's right. I know he's right there. He's he's right now jumping up and down. He's pointing his finger at you, and I think he may actually be correct because here we are back to stupid comedy again. You got Carl Anderson and Doc Gallows out there. Doc Gallows, both of them put nice on their uh, on their cojones. You know, come on. You know, the only thing I should have remembered from it's Doc the Gallows good brothers. last night, The only thing. See, anytime you think something is, you know, you, it, it doesn't bother you at all. All of a sudden it becomes, well, it's mid-card, or it's the Good Brothers. What do you expect? You know, people say that to you. You continue to freak out. Bro, hold on a second.
3: Did you watch, what were those shows that the Good Brothers and Rocky did? I probably should know because Rocky's coming on the show today.
0: Oh, my God.
3: What were those things? It's the Good Brothers. They did comedy involving putting ice on their testicles after someone kicked them in the nuts.
0: That, that is what sent you over the edge. That didn't send me over the edge again. Talking mania. That's right. yes. Didn't That's you funny. also like? Didn't you make an appearance on one of those? I think I did actually. What a good brother you I are, remember. brother. Yeah. This
3: person says it was the worst show ever. Hey, listen, I I can't force anybody to do anything. It's one of the problems I've encountered in life. But man, I'd like to make all of you go back six months and let's just start watching six months old raws again, and then get back to me. I'd like to make everybody go back and watch uh, October and November NXT 2.0, and then get back to me. Nobody's oh, gonna God. do it.
0: Oh God! But
3: uh, this show is noticeably better. It's still just a show.
0: Why should they do that, Brian? No one says NXT's improved anyway. You're the only guy who wants to watch it, and everybody makes fun of you for it. That's true. That is true. That is a lie. And even DJ
3: was like, you know what? They did bring Nikki Cross back to just being her old gimmick again. They did take the superhero costume off of her and the stupid mask. And now she's her old character. You know, that is better than when she was almost a superhero. Well, that's when she silver- was
0: Nikki A.S.H., which was the stupidest name since. So, silver lining in that dark cloud last night with her coming back to being crazy ass Nikki Cross, which she should be. Hey, we listen. Insanity, Nikki, is what we need. It opened
3: up with uh, the usual deal, a long promo leading to a long match. But you know what? It was a good match. You could tell me Finn Balor and Carl Anderson wasn't good. And let All me right. tell you, the end of this show, the end of this match, was flat out great. I don't care what anybody says. If you don't like it, do your own show. So. Brian likes to be manhandled by women. Dominic, who, by the way,. Does like to be manhandled by women. Remember when Dominic was going to turn heel and everybody was like, oh, just get rid of the guy. Like, it's not going to help. There's nothing you can do with Dominic. Bro, he's miles better as a heel. He's miles better as the guy who thinks he's better than Eddie Guerrero. And, man, that guy gets heat. This guy jumps up on the apron. And then A.J. Styles yanks him off. Damien Priest wipes out A.J. Styles. Gallows wipes out Damien Priest. And then Rhea Ripley shoves this giant Luke Gallows into the post, and he stumbles his way back. And she gave this dude the most legit, held him up there, body slam on the floor you ever seen. Like this was this was her moment, and uh, and that was awesome. So then, of course, Dom distracts the ref. Uh, Rhea gives the low blow to Anderson. Balor crawls on top, gets the pin. Dude, I don't want to hear this wasn't good, because this was really good. It was awesome.
0: The body slam was awesome. Yes!
3: The rest of it was all right. Oh, this was good. And this Dom, I like this heel Dominic. (laughs) I like it.
0: Are you talking about Dom, or are you talking about Eddie Guerrero? This Dominic
3: should go back. The new Eddie Guerrero. Why haven't they gone back and noted that Dominic is the son of Eddie Guerrero? I don't care what they did in storyline. They had that storyline for a while. If there's one thing... That could make his dad want to fight him? It's him telling him, you're not even my dad. Eddie was my dad. You're just some guy that adopted me or something. Oh, man. Something like that. They need to go along with And there's even fans in the crowd holding up the Eddie
0: is your father sign. Like, fans remember this storyline from 15, 20 years ago or whatever. I don't know. He may get a lot more mileage out of let's see what happens. He keeps dragging Eddie Guerrero's name in the mud by saying that he's better than him. Let's see how much he, he can get for that first.
3: We had a long Ms. Gargano segment where Gargano still wants Ms. to reveal the truth. Ms. says, I don't even know what the truth is. The actual truth comes out.
0: Some weird Ohio thing going on here.
3: Truth in his hometown beats the Miz, which never would have happened with Vince. Not that it really matters that much. But uh, long story short, Gargano has told Miz if he doesn't tell the truth about Dexter Loomis next week, he's going to tell the truth. We had a segment where Damage Control beat up Candice LeRae. And uh, Gargano was so concerned that he actually does a a, a talking segment later and then a match.
0: That was bizarre. Johnny Goodhusband.
3: We had a segment with Chad Gable and Otis to set up a match with Elias later. Austin Theory beat Ali in 12 minutes. uh, With the A-Town down... Uh this was by the way three straight matches with distraction finishes. And the the uh the streak of distraction finishes only ended when uh Omas beat four men in a one-minute handicap match that uh boy, I don't I don't I'm not into this Braun Strowman Omas feud. No. But hey listen, I'm not into it, but they're doing nothing wrong. It's like they got one giant who's killing dudes. They got another giant who's even bigger that's killing dudes. And they're saying, if you watch this show, they're going to fight each other. That's pro wrestling, dude. That's way better than the old days of, hey, let's, uh, let's you know, whatever. I actually don't think that Vince would have beaten Omos. But usually his, his booking philosophy is, let's beat both these guys for four straight weeks. And then buy the show to see which one of these is, is less of a loser than the other. At least it's two giants killing everybody. And we'll see who the king giant is in Saudi Arabia. Elias beat Chad Gable. Ten minutes. I don't want to hear it. It's a good match. Chad Gable's awesome. Elias did a good job. Hmm. Interference uh, distracted. It's actually, it actually the backfired. It led to uh, Elias getting the win over Chad Gable. Heels beat him up afterwards. Riddle makes a save, so we get a tag match coming out of it. Which, unlike in the old days, will be delivered. Hmm. Because they actually follow up on stuff now. We had a JBL promo, and then Baron Corbin versus Johnny Gargano went 14 minutes, which was way too long for this match. Whatever you want to say about Corbin, bro, his heat is the most boring thing on the planet. Although, I actually did not almost fall asleep during this match, because Gargano's very good. And uh, I don't know what they're doing with Gargano, but... He's like, he's doing the clown gimmick, and he's messing around with JBL's hat. And so JBL beats his ass, and then he gets pinned. And they're like, you know, he, he uh, brought that all on himself. And as a viewer, he brought that all on himself. This was all his fault, and he was
0: beaten. Not a fan of this, uh, what they're doing with Gargano. Well, let, me, let me get this straight, too. NXT is single A baseball or are the Indies and NXT single A baseball? I thought he said triple or... A
3: baseball. Dave okay. said single A. It doesn't matter. The point is NXT is the minor leagues. That's what JBL says. Which is okay. funny because uh Baron Corbin was in fact in NXT for quite a while actually.
0: In he fact wrestled... he was
3: more over in NXT than he ever was on the
0: main roster. I'll tell you that much. Was that sad the people making drawings of his sad torso as he was wrestling Bull James at the time.
3: And we had the announcement that
0: Lesnar is going to be back next week.
3: And then the main event was Bailey and Bianca Belair. They went 23 minutes. Pretty good match. And at the end, the uh, you know the women outside are trying to interfere. The ref's about to throw him out. And suddenly this body flies off the post and wipes everybody out, including the referee. Turns out it's Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross ends up giving Bianca the spinning neckbreaker. Bailey pins her here in this non title match. And then uh, Nikki also attacks Bailey afterwards. So, you know, I don't think it's politically correct in 2022 to call a person crazy, but she's doing the crazy gimmick. She's no longer a superhero in training or whatever, or almost a superhero. She is Nikki Cross wild lady and it looks like we're gonna have a three-way for the title which i'm fine with by the way since we had the one-on-one match in a stip match with a finish so if bailey's gonna get another shot may as well be a three-way and then you have the added intrigue if this is intrigue to you will bianca lose the belt without being beaten i guess we'll find out but i thought the show was fine i would not say that it was a great show but it had a great thing on the show it had some good matches on the show the storylines all make sense. They're slow building a
0: lot of stuff, and it was uh, good. I did thought. It, did it fire you up to watch uh, Riyadh, Saudi Arabia's crown jewel coming your way,
3: bro? I've never been excited to watch Crown Jewel, and no one ever has. So, you know they could they could announce that you know they've they've cloned Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart, and they're gonna have another match in Saudi
0: Arabia. <laughs> I still don't want to watch this. I don't know. We saw the first Shawn Michaels have his last one there, and that was enough. Dude, he was the best guy in that match by miles. That says a lot. That was sad.
3: Back in a moment with Rocky...
1: 800-754-4531. Pricing information 800-915-9654 800-915-9654 800-915-9654 that's 800-915-9654
2: you are listening to wrestling observer live with brian alvarez and mike sempervivi on the sports byline broadcasting network
3: Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Alive. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. And there's Rocky. What's going on over there? Can you hear me?
0: Rocky can't hear me.
3: (laughs) What do we got here? We suddenly can't hear him. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah.
0: This was just working fine one second ago, literally seconds ago.
3: Yes. Let's try him again.
0: Let's let's try this again, everybody. As Brian's doing that, Rocky's here to talk about plenty of things, including the Rumble on 44th Street shows coming up at the Palladium in New York City, coming up on Friday and uh, Thursday and Friday, October 27th and 28th. The show on the 27th is the Night Before Rumble on 44th Street Halloween Special. So... Uh, cheering al- aloud at both of those shows. Uh, finally, that's actually coming back more regularly into play in Japan. And I do want to ask him about that over there because it's still not widespread yet. But hopefully when he gets back on the line here, we're going to be able to talk about all those sorts of things. As I'm sure the camera is now going to cut back to Brian, who's sweating a little bit. Uh,
3: well, no, I don't. I never sweat. <laughs> you ever watch this show? Reconnecting, <laughs> it says, there is a poor network connection. That's certainly not
0: a good sign now, is it? <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm sorry. It's me. Everything was going fine until I just completely tuned you out in the first segment, and it's pretty much been downhill from there. So I apologize. I also apologize to everybody watching yesterday who I apparently gave nightmares to because you saw my hair. So I, uh, without product at that. So I apologize. Product? For that. What product do you put in your hair? Oh man, I got this. This. Cotton it smells like cotton candy and vanilla. It's the best stuff. But all right, put hold it on. in. It's hey, Rocky. Fantastic.
3: Yo. There we go. That there was so go. bizarre. Like, we were talking during the break, and then the moment we went live, all of a sudden, no one could hear anybody.
5: That was so weird. That yeah. was so weird.
3: Well, here we are. Do you realize, as I, was, as I was getting ready to connect, that you have not been on the show in eight months?
5: Damn. I, I saw that. February. February 11th.
3: What the heck's been going on, dude?
5: What hasn't? I mean, I've been everywhere and all over the world and all over the place, and AEW, Impact.
3: You have. Once, once you started getting miss- on that AEW show on national TV, it was like, I ain't coming on this guy's show anymore. Big time Yeah, i have no, been a big time. <laughs> Actually, you know no, what, though? I just watched, uh, now I can put you over again because you're on the show. I just watched you and Shingo on Strong, and uh, that yeah. was great.
5: Thank you. Thank How'd, you. Yeah, I'm really proud of that one. I've never wrestled uh, Shingo in a singles match, and I was really, really happy with, uh, you know, what what came out of it. And obviously, I mean, Shingo's, like, top talent when you talk about, it, you know, a wrestler in New Japan, and to be able to mix it up with him and show that uh, Rocky's still got a little left in the tank, you know?
3: I also was listening to those fans doing a Chico chant, and it really took me back. It was, uh, <laughs> you know, I... <laughs> I got to say, too, uh, I was watching that match, and, uh, you know, this is no disrespect, but when you see the New Japan Strong lineup, and it says Shingo versus Rocky Romero, the first thing you think is not, oh, man, Rocky's going to get a big win over Shingo. Your your presumption is that Shingo's probably going to get the win, but you never know. Mm-hmm. And I bring that up because you guys did that match, and uh, I forget what the spot was. You did some counter. And, uh, man, this crowd, all of a sudden, every single one of them thought, Rocky Romero is beating Shingo right in front of my eyes, and they went crazy. And then, man, he kicked out, and then he finished you off. But I was uh, very impressed with that near fall, because that's what you're looking for in a match like that. You want to convince them, oh, my God, the thing I didn't expect to happen is actually going to happen here.
5: Right, 100%. And, you know, I mean – the king of sneaky style is probably going to win by roll up or some kind of, you know, smart, intelligent sly way. And uh, I think the one that you're talking about was when I hit him with that Rana out of nowhere. Yes. And uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, why not? Why not? So, yeah, that completely changed the uh, the complexion of the match and kind of maybe Rocky can pull it out. and he, he might get, you know, a little victory here. Maybe we could see him challenging for the KOP, KOPW championship. I mean, you never know. You never know.
0: You know, that KOPW trophy, I gotta be honest, Rock, I have never been a big fan of it, even when Yano had it, but it made a lot more sense there. But I'll go ahead and take any of my personal feelings towards that trophy and some of the steps and put it to the side and say that Shingo and El Fantasmo together, when you throw some of the craziness out, and even when you include the craziness in the matches, they seem great together. They seem like a fantastic fit, and LP is only going to get better and increase his standing in new japan as it goes along as long as he continues to improve what have you thought about those guys because it's been one of the quiet sneaky things this year in all of pro wrestling that's actually really led to some great matches and some great interaction
5: you know i think el Fantasmo is completely underrated i mean let's be honest i mean he's an a-hole but you know he he's a super talented wrestler he's a great character and uh, I think, you know, his tra- trajectory is going to be huge in the long run. I think he's going to be a major player for New Japan. And uh, to let him be in there with, you know, Shingo Takagi, who's obviously fantastic uh, himself. But I-, I love that you got like some fun, ha-ha kind of, you know, uh, sandwiched, you know, you know like the sandwich is like the meat of it is great wrestling. But, you know, the buns or the outside of it is like this ha-ha fun uh, comical stuff that is kind of surrounded by KOPW. I mean, KOPW is supposed to, you know, kind of be in, uh, an insane kind of, uh, championship where, you know, anything goes and it can kind of let, you know, make the playing field a little level depending on who's in there, you know, and depending on the, uh, the, uh, you know, whatever the, um, the match may be, you know?
3: You know, I was at the, uh, that New Japan, New Beginning USA, I'm trying to remember who uh, Phantasmo faced on that show. But, Matt uh,
5: Rawald. That's, that's
3: right, Matt Rawald. Yep. And, uh, and they go out there, and, you know, ELP is just the best heel. And yeah. they went out there, and he was the greatest babyface in that match. Yeah, It was unbelievable. Yeah. And, you know, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but the impression I got was like, you know, they, they went out there, and they I, I got the impression they weren't sure who was going to be cheered and booed. And so they kind of just went with, you know, whatever the crowd gave them. And what the crowd gave them was, you know, they, they loved uh, Phantasmo. But, man, I just watched that, and I thought, this guy is so good. Like, some people watch him, and they see the shortcuts and everything like that. And, you know, they, they know he's, like, a, a really good worker, but... What a fantastic baby face this guy is. Unbelievable.
5: Yeah, I think he had a great line of like something like, you know, Seattle is an asshole, yes. but it's my asshole or something yes. to that
3: degree. And, and he got a huge pop. It yeah, that's awesome. what turned him. They were like, this guy's our yeah. guy now. This guy's our guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, speaking of, uh, this coming weekend, we have got a show on uh, Fight TV, the night – actually, there's the uh, Rumble on 44th Street, and then the night before there's The Night Before – the rumble on 44th street and uh speaking of phantasmo he will be facing shingo as noted for the uh provisional king of pro wrestling title in a new york street fight so that'll be exciting and uh you and yo will be facing Yujiro and show in a tag team match which should be uh a lot of fun and we've got Shota umino homicide our own filthy tom lawler Royce Isaacs, Drell Nelson, Fred Rosser, Ossie Open's on the show. Ossie Open and the Motor City Machine Guns is on the show. And uh, Okada and Eddie Kingston versus (laughs) Jay White and Juice Robinson.
5: These sound like some fun matches. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's going to be a fun night of wrestling. Uh, You know, there's a lot of story building. You know, if you're a fan of Strong, you've been watching Strong, there's a lot of, uh, you know, storylines that are all tying up into this. And uh, yeah, we've got a a heck of a lineup. We've got, you know, wrestlers from Impact, AEW, New Japan, Stardom as well. You know, we're still waiting on some announcements for what Stardom matches are going to be like. But I know there's big announcements coming all the way until uh, until Friday. But the night before Thursday night is a Halloween special. It's a mystery card, almost like a mystery vortex type of uh, card so uh, I know there's some big names already announced for that you know some people who, are, who will be on Friday but there's also going to be a bunch of special guests and special matches so uh, you know get the bundle on fight it's gonna be worth it it's like 29 bucks and uh, you get two great nights of wrestling
3: now now how does a a mystery vortex style work in the sense of we don't know what's gonna be on the show but do you for example have the entire lineup for the show already? Or is it going to be a deal where, you know, we got a few matches, but once everybody shows up, it's kind of like, well, you know, we didn't advertise anything. So what looks like it's going to be fun
5: tonight? (laughs) You versus you. You versus you. Yes. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Just let everyone just go crazy.
5: Let's go with that route because it sounds more fun. So, yeah, let's say that uh, everybody will show up on Thursday and then, you know, somebody will pick somebody out of a hat and let's make it happen.
3: Well, you know, they always did that uh, worked battle bowl. Remember battle bowl? And uh, I always thought, listen, you know, the matches can be worked and everything like that, but why don't you do like a shoot battle bowl where you literally put everyone's name in a hat and you actually have everyone, you know, pick a name out to make all of the teams. So instead of like trying to work it where, oh, you know, the Steiners just happen to be, you know, paired together and this and that, it's like, let's do a real battle bowl And, you know, wrestlers are creative. If you put Filthy and and, uh, Phantasmo together, if they randomly got put together, it's like I'm sure they could come up with some fun act for that night. So uh, that's always been my dream.
5: Yeah, that'd be wild. Phantasma and Tom and anything would be pretty wild. Yeah.
0: Shenanigans right there. So, Brian, why is it? Why is it? Do I get the feeling here you're trying to weasel your way into one of these situations? No, I'm retired. Where one of these cards you can I'm, magically I'm, show up.
3: So deeply really? retired here after that last match with Tom. <laughs> but uh, is this? Now, this is a Halloween theme. I mean, I don't want to spoil anything, and maybe you, you can just say no comment, but I mean, is everyone going to wear co- costumes here?
5: I mean, I assume. I mean, we, we got an email that we are encouraged to wear costumes if we if we'd like. So yeah, I feel like some people are going to be definitely going to be wearing costumes. Uh, anybody who does come to the actual show, their New Japan is giving a free gift away to people dressed in costumes. Uh, I know tickets are still available for Thursday night at Ticketmaster. Friday is all sold out. So I mean, yeah, come on down to uh, the Palladium in Times Square. In Times Square, costume.
3: In yeah. Times Square, you're running Times Square. Yeah, at the Palladium. It's incredible.
5: Yeah, Halloween weekend, and it's I also hope my Phil birthday eight. on the 28th. I'm oh be 40 man, 40 years old. Let's celebrate.
3: Really, it's going to be your birthday.
5: Yeah. God, it's so much younger Friday, than you, Chico.
3: 28th. Well, of course he's younger than me. Pretty much everybody is. That's <laughs> true. Well, hey, you know, I I watched, uh, like I said, I watched that that Shingo match, and uh, you know, what what's 40 feel like? You didn't look 40.
5: I felt 40 in that one. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> that's the worst, isn't it? But the thing is, is like me and Shingo are the same age, but nobody, I think everybody thinks that I'm just like way older than, than Shingo. So, uh, you know, I felt 40, but I was like, man, I, I I've got to keep up with Shingo, you know, like that's, what's just going through my mind. And that's like my motivation in any kind of those big matches with big opponents. It's like, Oh, you're only 40. You better do this. You know? Don't know, let this guy I,
3: outshine I, I did that uh, that tag with with filthy and uh, man, you know, I, I managed to to pull everything off, but I I did feel very very forty seven in that match, and I was like, God, this this whole getting old thing sucks. Like, what? Yeah,
5: man, you got a ways to go doing, though. I've been doing infrared sauna lately, and that's kind of been helping me not feel forty. I feel like I've been trying to do thirty minutes every day. And what's uh, an infrared it sauna? Helps. What is that? Yeah. What is it? It's like an it's a sasana sauna that that instead of uh, heats you up like with steam or whatever or like hot coals, it's uh it's like an electronic infrared. It uh, shoots lasers at you. N- I guess yeah. It heats you up from wow. the inside. They say. Wow, I've seen it. But yeah, the, yeah I feel uh, way more flexible. I feel great. Yeah. Really? There's there's, there's, a, yeah.
3: there's a tanning place that has a red light tanning bed, which is not ultraviolet rays, but it's like red light. That kind of sounds like this sauna.
5: Yeah, could be. All
3: right, well, hey, stand by. We'll plug more after the break. Observer Live.
1: That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details.
2: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
3: Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Rocky Romero has returned. We're going to try to make this a monthly segment here. But we do have uh, two big shows coming up this weekend, October 27th and 28th. New York City, the Palladium in Times Square. The night before the Rumble on 44th Street, followed by the Rumble on 44th Street. So lots of big matches, and uh, man, I'm I'm honestly more excited for the night before because I, the idea of a mystery show and like a bunch of wacky matches and uh, Tom sure, dresses Julia would yeah, be amazing. Yeah, Tom as <laughs> That's uh, not a bad idea, actually.
5: Is that what's going on? Do I know don't know. He <laughs> don't right. he don't tell me anything. Like
3: that's that's the problem. I don't know if it's a problem, but uh, so uh, tell us about this fight. TV.
5: Yeah, fight TV, fight.tv. Uh, there's a bundle pack, $29. Gets you two nights of wrestling. Uh already been announced for for both nights. Obviously, Okada, Eddie Kingston, uh Jay White. Uh, I think on um, the night before Mascara Dorada's announced. I mean, you got on Friday night, you got ELP versus Shingo Takagi. Uh Wheeler is gonna be there on Friday night. I mean, two nights of great action. You're not gonna want to miss it. I'm excited for the Thursday night Halloween show as well, and uh, there's going to be a lot of great surprises. Oh, on Friday, don't forget Clark Connors versus Minoru Suzuki. Clark Connors coming back from a major injury, and he calls out the king of professional wrestling, Minoru Suzuki, and supposedly he's got a big surprise uh, that's going to be there for that, I guess, or something he was talking about it the other day, so I'm excited to see what he's got. Uh, up to sleep.
3: Excellent. Well, yeah, we are out of time, everybody, but uh, we'll be talking about it over the next couple of days as well. Maybe we'll try and get Clark on the show if we can uh, make it happen, but uh, coming up this weekend, October 27th and 28th, Fight.tv, New Japan. Thank you, Rocky. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll talk to you again after a while.